Another great episode of Mystery of Parenthood coming up. If you like what you hear, go to redsearadio.org, click on the donate button, and become a monthly sustaining member. Please support us. Thank you, and God bless. Good morning. This is uh, Trey Cash, and you are listening to Mystery Parenthood. If you're not noticing the mute, not recognizing the music, it's because we're we're entering into the 21st century, I guess. <laughs> but uh, we really, we really do. Uh, I like that music, and I and I think we're going to start moving over to that. Uh, all um, props to Dennis and the music that we had before. But uh, now, tell me, Thaddeus, who who is? Uh, Who's that by again? Yeah, uh, good morning, Trey. Yeah, good morning. That is music by Kyle Sincouli. He is a Waco Catholic uh, musician, and he also happens to be the son of one of our great supporters up there in awesome. Waco area, uh, Darren Sincouli. So uh, we interviewed him on Red Sea Roundup about, I don't know, two or three months ago now, and cool. he gave us permission to use that's music from his EP, Awesome, and we've got it as some some other of his songs as uh, bumper music for Roundup, and so now you uh, are joining the Sincouli train and awesome, and I'm bringing them on board, board the mystery of parenthood, all and it's kind of neat that the uh, the opening line of that song is slow down. That's the thing he says, and that's kind of what we want to do for you here at Mystery of Parenthood: is get slow down, parent with a purpose, that's right. um, and yeah. be intentional as a as a parent, right? Yeah, no, so absolutely. That, that I don't really know. Well I, think with... it fits, I think it fits perfectly because, I mean, I we have to tell – well, Stephanie and I have to tell each other all the time to slow down. I think all of us um, – life gets hectic. Yeah, and, I mean, you're dealing with that uh, right here today oh, in yeah, your own personal life. Yeah, every, I mean, just it's um, – I think everybody out there probably could think of mm-hmm. a few things they'd rather have mm-hmm. go a different way or have turned out a different way or that they're worrying about how right. it's going to turn around. And sometimes we do have to just slow down. But our topic for today is even better than a song telling you to slow down. What can really help you slow down in life is the rosary. The rosary. That's and right. we're going to, that's, we're going to talk about today, but we're going let's to do our with, prayer first. with our prayer, but yeah. Um, and then the rosary. Yeah. All right. In the name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord God, from you, every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. Father, you are love and life. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, born of woman, and through the Holy Spirit, the fountain of divine charity, grant that every family on earth may become for each successive generation a true shrine of life and love. Grant that your grace may guide the thoughts and actions of husbands and wives for the good of their families and of all the families in the world. Grant that the young may find in the family solid support for their human dignity and for their growth in truth and love. Grant that love strengthened by the grace of the sacrament of marriage, may prove mightier than all the weaknesses and trials through which our families sometimes pass. Through the intercession of the Holy Family of Nazareth, grant that the church may fruitfully carry out her worldwide mission in the family and through the family. We ask this of you, who is life, truth, and love, with the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. John Paul II, St. John Paul II, please pray for us. Holy Family of Nazareth, pray please pray for us. for us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it's it, there. There is a, especially in America. I think we're a land of uh, of doers, <laughs> and and there is nothing wrong with that. It's good. We don't want to be passive, so to speak. However, it's like anything else. We can be so good at one thing that we don't do the other, and and so we have to be we have to be ready to again slow down to just be to be in union with God so that our actions can flow from that um, relationship, and we really have to work at that. I think the doing comes naturally. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, if you're like most. If, if you're like our family and Thaddeus, I'm sure yours, there's no problem with figuring out what needs to be done um, with regard to the day-to-day stuff. I mean, you got to get 
this person to the doctor, that person to the to their practice. You know, we got to get the dishes done, dinner cooked. I mean, we're we're not at a loss for the stuff to do. Um, and I'm, I imagine that you and I are not unlike <laughs> most everybody else in that. And so sometimes we have to do things and make ourselves plan, put in our put in our day to day something that that is just being it is something to do but it's not really it's the it's the slowing down and allowing god to have an impact on our lives to give us purpose and meaning in the midst of the often mundane stuff that's at the center of what the mystery of parenthood is because most of our lives are trying to figure out what are we going to feed the kids you know who's going <laughs> to take this kid to the doctor and that person to 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 uh soccer practice or whatever I don't know. Am I out of line? No, I think that's exactly so applicable for a lot we of need, people. We sometimes need help in figuring out how to do it, and sometimes it can seem daunting. And again, oftentimes we've 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 had shows about, hey, here's some things you can do, and I think we've always ended by, look, we've thrown a bunch at you. Um, don't try to implement it all. Because it's like the person that tries to go on a diet and says, you know, I'm going to run 10 miles a day and I'm not going to eat but 2,000 calories a day and, and I'm, you know, going to go sit in the sauna. And, you know, they, they put all this stuff together and it becomes more than they can handle. Um, and therefore they quit. And, and so the purpose of it goes away. I think Dr. Shree in this article that, that, that Thaddeus found, which I think is very applicable for us on the rosary, it's called The Rosary is Hard, exclamation point five keys to get started. I think that's kind of the, the mentality many of us have is, you know, that's 20 minutes, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, which is about, is about what it is to, to, to pray rosary. I think you can do it in 17 or maybe I've seen some people I know that can say it faster than that. That's not the point. <laughs> the point is, yeah. is that we need to be able to pray prayerfully pray it. Not as just something to check off the list. Oh yes, we got that done, but to allow the fruits of the graces that 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 come from that that are promised by Our Lady, mm-hmm. and to allow the mysteries themselves, which should open up for us in the midst of our day to day grind, um, a, a way of integrating our faith and what happened to Jesus and it, through the eyes of Mary into our day to day lives. That's healthy. Yeah. Now, Dr. Sri has quite a few options. It's, it's relatively simple, but again, sometimes the simple stuff gets overlooked or the simple stuff gets, I mean, you don't think about it. And sometimes it takes just pointing these things out. And, and as I read this, I'm like, well, of course that would work or this would work. But I mean, you have to, you have to actually do it. So hopefully that's what we'll do yeah. and talk through it. And I bet for a lot of people who are listening, I know this is, the case for me, the kind of image you have in your mind of what it looks like or what is necessary to pray the rosary is you you have to stop everything you're doing. You have to find a quiet place. You have to have 20 to 30 minutes unbroken, no interruptions. You have to have your, you have to have your rosaries beads with you and you have to, you know, give your, Full total concentration to not only saying praying the words, but also meditating on the mysteries. And you have to have the Apostles' Creed memorized, and you have to have <laughs> the Hail Holy Queen memorized, and the Fatima prayer. And you've got to remember all the order. And and it, you know, there's a lot of components to it because it's such a rich form of prayer. Right. That people, I think, put up um, kind of roadblocks for themselves and and they think they want to they I think a lot of us try to try to um or kind of tell ourselves that we have to pray the rosary at this like Olympian level and yeah we should strive for that but maybe we don't like you're saying we don't start we shouldn't start out trying to pray it at the Olympian level if we haven't been doing it regularly maybe get on you know the junior varsity team Right. And you make it, you make it, it's really interesting that what you said. So for, for Catholics, as you pray the rosary, you, you use the word rich. Um, 
and it is understood correctly what the rosary is. I think there might be some people who actually listen to this from uh, different backgrounds or even from Catholic backgrounds that would, would instead of saying rich, would say ritualistic. Sure. Um, and that's, that's, again, I think it's important for us to, as Catholics, understand that it's, it is a rich prayer um, because if we're praying it, if we're praying it well, then we are contemplating the, these, these key moments in Christ's life right? Um, and his passion, his death, his resurrection, and what's happened since then. And I think it bears saying, as we at the outset too, the church doesn't require you to pray the rosary, right? But it has defined as authentic an apparition at Fatima, which we just finished having the centenary of. And you're not required to believe in any of the approved apparitions either. That's for that's personal revelation, right? You should, if it's if it's um, you know fruitful for your faith then you should. It's salutary for your faith. But it bears saying that at Fatima, an approved apparition, Our Lady, Blessed Mother, one of the things she said was, if you want to have peace in the world, if you want to combat atheism, if you want to combat modernism, pray the rosary every day. Yeah. And pray the rosary in your family once a week. Right, and you may not have it. And so so there's there's big T and there's little T tradition. Yeah, let's go through that. And so so little T traditions are something like the rosary. Doesn't mean they're not important because of the little T. Big T means it's something that's pa- been passed down apostolically as something that all Christians are meant to hold. The big T tradition is devotion to Mary, our mother, mm-hmm. the mother of Jesus, the mother of God, that's, that's a cross for, for decades, really at least a millennia, a millennia and a half, probably before we even got, because even if you look at the Protestant reformers, um, Luther and they, they had devotions to Mary and a lot of people don't, don't realize that, but the rosary is maybe more specific to the West, right? Beautiful Marian icons. Um, many of the Eastern <laughs> uh, Catholic, um, the Eastern rites um, have beautiful icons of of Mary. Or you know, we have one in our house. Um, all of it is meant to see. Um, all of it is meant for us to recognize that, that we should have a devotion to Our Lady as the mother of Jesus. And since we are part of the body of Christ, since we are members of his body, she would be our mother as well. Right. And just like he paid her homage and recognized her as his mother, we should do the same. That's where it comes from. That's where it was for Literally fifteen, sixteen hundred years of Christianity. Right. He gave, it, he gave I mean, her to us at the foot of the cross when right. he said, "Which has been man, absolutely you know, behold your mother." And so, son, behold your mother. Behold so this is son. one of the ways. One of the ways that it it does, like you said, in at at Fatima, Our Lady in that approved apparition does say to pray the Rosary. Um, and I think that that is something that we should we should try. And so this gives us some hints at ways to make it maybe not as intimidating. So let me say the first three ways that he gives, and then we'll come back and hit the first one and talk about the first one. Sure. So he says his first three of his five ways to make the rosary, um, not so hard. Right. First, we don't have to pray the rosary all at once. Whoa. That might be a real shocker to a lot of us. It was to me. Second, we can pray it anywhere. Third, we can pray the rosary in different ways, customizing it to fit the needs of the moment. Actually, let's do let's do number two first, Trey. So let's talk about we can pray anywhere. And so that that's again that, that I think that flows from the idea that Paul says that we should be praying at all times. Yeah. And I think and I think that to pray, you know, we get it sometimes. Like, okay, when we're at church and we're praying or when we're kneeling by our bedside or in our in our prayer corner or whatever, that that's somehow 
that's and certain, certainly it is, and we should strive for those those moments, but it shouldn't end there. Stephanie is always good about saying, you know, you know, I start by praying, and then I never say Amen, meaning that the rest of my day is is a prayer. Mm-hmm. So the rosary is neat because you can carry. He he uses the word. It's a like a portable chapel. I mean, you can hold on. I know that I carry a rosary with me. Every, unless I forget it for some reason in my pocket, I've got one right here. And oftentimes, either in struggles or when I'm when I'm concerned about something, I'll I'll grab the cross or something yep. and just just as a just as a prayer. And that and remember, prayer. You know, I, I, the Catechism says that prayer is like a just a a simple glance towards heaven, an acknowledgement of that we often think of it as it's all these prayers or if it, you know, if it has to be, you know, 20 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour or whatever for it to be fruitful. When in fact we can have these momentary glances towards heaven. And I think sometimes to have the rosary in your pocket, it's nice to be able to just as a reminder, reach down there and just, you know, for me reach down there and I'll just grab it when I'm, stressed out or whatever, maybe grab the cross, maybe say a Hail Mary. Or in this case, you know, you you could, I mean, people, I know, walk and say the rosary. They'll jog and say the rosary if right. it's part of their exercise. Um, anytime where you're, you're not otherwise in, engaged, something, I mean, you could, you probably could pray. You know, here's something that I, that I do. If you, I mean, I'm going to tout, relevant radio they have they have they have the ability to download the um the prayer the, the, actually you can say a rosary it's it like 17 minutes i mean i there's the you could do the two times i i i, I can't get used to that <laughs> where they you can understand all the words but it's just sped up you know right uh i'm not saying i rec- I, I, I recommend that however i'm sure it's fine all, all things being said, but sometimes if you're maybe say you're doing the dishes, Guinness and, Book and of Catholic doing, Records, how fast we're doing the dishes, you could turn, you could, you could put on that that prayer, not even having the rosary in your hand, and pray along because they're keeping you going. You know, they're they're keeping you on task, and you can hear the music and right. and pray the words. And I think it's a good habit to get into to learn that. Prayer can happen in the middle of doing something. Right. Pre- probably not when you're when you better be concentrating on that. I mean, I'm not sure that somebody who's doing brain surgery on me or my kid, I would want, I'd want them to have prayed the rosary, <laughs> but I might want them focused on my brain or my kid's brain <laughs> uh, with that in there. But but at the same time, I think it's important to recognize that it is possible to pray anywhere and any time. Are there any other things that they said? You know, they, he mentions it, you know, in the car, the exercise machine, the grocery store line, cutting the grass or walk, you know, going for a walk. Yeah, I think just you know, I would say along with the um the pray it anywhere piece that you know, if you look at your hand, you don't even need to have your rosary. rosary. You're That's built right. for the rosary. You've got five fingers and you just go, you know, work it down one right. way and back up the other way, and you've done your your decade, and you've kept I've you've done kept that time before. with I've it. I've done that before. So you don't even have to have your rosary beads with you. It's an aid to prayer to have the beads with you. I I think. Right. But in in extremis, you don't even have to have your beads with you. Right, and then and then you know you, you have the rosary rings I've yep. seen. You know where yep. you, you can have them, and it just goes around your hand, and it's just it's around one of your fingers, and you can just bead around that. Gives you the ten, so that you're. Doing that again. Oh, and one other one yeah. other idea. I think you know if you're someone out there who is not a not a prayer of the rosary, not a devotee, um, but you desire to. You hear this show and you think, yeah, you know, that's, that's a practice I want to take up. Maybe just start carrying the beads around with you on a regular basis. That's a, that's a way to start. I, I have them with I, you. I do, and that, and uh, and I know that when I first had my conversion, I I I had some struggles with he's playing with his beads. Those aren't very these hear. are not unfortunately these are not very noisy beads. Right. But but I I had some concern about the fact that I wasn't sure how my devotion to Mary was. I'd grown up where my my dad was very devoted 
and is very devoted to to Our Lady. Um, so I and my mother was. I think they met. They were both. I forget what the group is. The there's a Marian group that's like usually on college campuses. I forget what it is, but anyway, they they met doing that, and so I kind of have come from um, that background. But I remember Father Mike, now Bishop Mike Sis, saying, you know, pray to Jesus to ask him <laughs> to introduce his mother to you and and to ask for if he wants you to have a devotion to him. That's a prayer he's going to answer because he does for you to, ha- but to have that devotion. So I would, I think, having the beads and then just asking Jesus to open your eyes to and open your heart to his mother. I found that that happened, <laughs> um, maybe not immediately, but but it did become something that that became part of my spirituality at that point. So, all right. So let's now now let's talk about this interesting thought of we don't have to pray the rosary all at once. And Edward Tree says we can choose to divide it up, saying just a decade or two at a time at different points throughout the day, on the way to work, in between errands, in between meetings. And he even remarks that many holy men and women and even popes have prayed the rosary this way. Uh, that was a real eye-opener for me. I had never considered that. Yeah, so I think, I think it's—the uh, the, the church is not nearly the slave master that we sometimes make her out to be. Like, okay, it's not a valid rosary unless you get, you know, if you don't sit down for 20 minutes, you shame on you. It didn't count. You know, I mean, I think there might be some people out there. I might be. This better be painful for you. This better be a painful process for you. I think sometimes that that's the way it's perceived. His point is. It's not really supposed to be a penitential act at all. It should be something that is, that is Jesus together with his mother, revealing how what he went to was for us, you know, and for our eyes to be opened up to how each of those mysteries can apply to our lives. And I think that's a prayer that we should have yeah. is how does this apply yeah. for me today in this moment? Yeah. And, and, even and we'll you, get into that with that third point okay, for sure. I'm sorry, but yeah, but, but, but I guess the, what you're saying, what, what he's saying is, is don't be so ritualistic as to say, well, I don't got twenty minutes. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you can do, I mean, think about this. I mean, if you you could do, you know, one when you get up, you know, one at lunch, one at dinner. You know, I mean, you'd get through the whole you'd get through the whole rosary in a day just doing that, and, right. and literally a decade, less than five minutes. I mean, right. yeah, he says later in the article, it's about two and a half minutes to do a decade. That's not very much time. That's not very. That's much a commercial time. break. If you're listening to Red Sea Catholic Radio, you can turn down. Not recommending you turn down the breaks, <laughs> right. but you could turn down the breaks yeah. and pray a decade of the Rosary while in between listening. Yeah. So just don't get and and recognize that 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 ties into number two, which is praying all the time. That we shouldn't be looking for. I've got to set aside this amount of time. It's kind of like exercise too. I mean. It's like, if I don't do this much, then I'm not going to do any of it. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, you should do some and do a manageable, something that you can actually accomplish. And if accomplishing one decade is all that your busy life can handle, then allow, there's still graces there Mm -hmm. as a result of that Mm -hmm. available, prayed Mm -hmm. in devotion to Jesus, our Lord and Savior, and Mary, our mother. And so this brings us into that third point, we can pray the rosary in different ways customizing it to fit the needs of the moment. Now, I mean, it's amazing how many different methods of praying the rosary there are out there and and just little, you know, little tweaks to it and little additions that people make. You know, there's a, there's a a supporter and and a frequent listener to the radio who, when she, uh, is praying for praying a decade for the, for someone's need, um, she'll, instead of saying, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death, she'll say that person's name in the place of sinners. So pray for, oh wow, um, I never you know, Joe now and at the hour of his death. Right. And she'll, so she'll kind of focus in a real specific way that, that decade for that person, that person's intention. 
So and there's all sort of little things like that you can do. And I, you know, I've, and if you're playing with a group, if you if you are, and even if you're playing by yourself, I think it's good to to lay out those intentions in, in that way mm-hmm. um, for the sake of people. So I've been in a group where you know what, what intentions and people just so we're we're offering this rosary for this person. Right. I mean, and just think about the fact that you, maybe I mean I, I he doesn't say this here, but. But if you get in the habit of saying, okay, I'm going to just be able to do a decade, well, you know, here and there, right. well, then offer a decade right. for, you know, your friend, for your boss, for your child, for your spouse, mm-hmm. you know, and then the next time it comes up, who, does, who do you want to pray this one for? Right. And and begin to get into a dialogue with God and listen right. and allow that to be just a, a tool to get you right. reengaged. Right. Um, if you look, if you look at um, Pope Saint John Paul's um, in, encyclical letter um, Rosarium Virginis Mariae, which is his encyclical right, on the, the Rosary, rosary. Um, this was really good for me, and uh, because for me, I'm gonna admit it, I don't have the Apostles' Creed memorized. Yeah. So the fact that in the American style, traditionally, this the way you start it is with the Apostles' Creed. Right. That's kind of a stumbling block to me. And yeah. I would I would let it be a reason to say, Oh, I can't I can't pray a rosary right now. But in that encyclical letter, he says that there's a there's also a tradition of starting with instead of the Apostles' Creed, um a call and response from I believe it's Vespers, which is um Oh God, come to our aid. Oh Lord, make haste to help me. Right. And so if you're doing it with a group, one person, would, the leader would say the first part, everyone else would respond with the second part, or you can just say both parts if you're by yourself and boom, you're into, you're into the rosary. And again, you know, that's a lot easier to memorize than, than sure. the Apostles' Creed. And, and so again, <laughs> the key here is growing devotion to Our Lady because she's the mother of of God because she's the mother of Jesus and because we're part of his body that we um, are growing in that devotion. Rosary, the rosary is that. So don't let the prayers, um, okay, I'm not saying don't learn the prayers. I'm not saying don't look at those. But but what I am saying is is don't let that be a hindrance because right. there are pl- it's plenty of people who can fall in love, have devotion towards Our Lady that may or may not be capable of memorizing a prayer or whomever. Don't let it stop you there. Right. Um, and again, the more you fall in love with her, the more you choose to love her and recognize her for who she is. And you're going to get those graces right. to the more, the more you build have. you up in praying the rosary better and going from JV to varsity to right. Hopefully the, all pro to right. Olympian. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, but again, you know, it, I think it's important to remember that, that I think we as humans often tend to make holiness or prayer or, you know, anything is that, that is like, very holy or something. We're supposed to end this. There's a picture in our mind that says, this is what it's supposed to look like. And in reality, really what's meant to happen is for our hearts to be lifted to God, for our, for God to allow us, for us to open ourselves up to God, to draw him closer to, to himself. And so that can happen with us without any words, without any prayers. But the rosary is one that we, that we know that if, We've been asked, even if it's in private res- revelation, right? We've we've been asked. It would make sense that that's the case. What are we praying when we pray the rosary? We're praying the the, the Lord's prayer, the one He gave us. Yep. We're playing praying Scripture when we pray the Hail Mary. Yep. Right, right out of Scripture. Right. We're we're um Gabe, right out of Gabriel's right mouth, right, right out of Elizabeth's yeah. mouth. Right, and so. Again, for you Catholics who think you don't know any Scripture, if you know those prayers. You do. You're quoting it, <laughs> right? Um, and so, so I think that it is good to to do that. But remember that the end is there are plenty of people who can do all the right stuff who are not falling in love with God, who are not allow opening themselves. They're just doing it to say, "Hey, look at me." 
you know, they, I, I, I do my rosary every day. Well, again, that's, that can be <laughs> just like the tax collector at the front of the, the temple True. saying, you know, I pray my rosary every day, you know, I fast, you know, every whatever. And that's not the intention. The intention should be, I want to fall in love with you more, God. I want you to draw me closer to you. And I want you to, to, to teach me to fall in love with Jesus, your son, and Mary, his and our mother. And if that's the intention, using this prayer, we'll, we can be assured that God will give us the graces right. to, to lead us to that level of prayer. It's not simply getting it done. It's not a checklist, right? Which I think is what he's saying here too, in in a, in, in a roundabout way, or not maybe not as directly, is that it doesn't have to be. It's got to be this exactly, and yeah. and so with these first three points, let's let's take a little digression here. Yeah. So praying it anywhere, um, praying it um, in different ways, and. We don't have to pray it all at once. Let's use those and talk for a little bit about kind of introducing it to our children and also encouraging them through their lives in this devotion. I think that idea of, you know, there being all these different ways you can kind of kind of pray it and little additions you can make and also that it's not it's not this, you know, penitential right. um torture session you're supposed to be putting yourself through right. <laughs> sit still we're gonna you don't have to do it all at once you know that's that's good for i think parents of little ones i think it's good for parents of of teenagers and older ones that to encourage them to look into different methods and modes of praying the rosary absolutely um you know you've got wonderful there's so many different kinds of scriptural rosaries out there and um, I, we used talk to about do, that a little bit. And you find, I mean, I think you can find so many different ways to introduce the rosary to your kids. We we got to where we would do it, and and when they were younger, we would rotate. We would rotate. So I I would start the prayer. I might say the, the Our Father, and then I would just go to each kid and say, "Okay, Trevor, Hail Mary," you know, and then we'd get in the habit of it would just go from this child to this child, and then back up, and everybody. Then Stephanie would usually lead the glory be and then and then say the next our father and we kind of made it oh, where, we were, cool. where we were all engaged in the prayer. so it's just sort of a round robin yeah round robin i mean um and you just got in the habit of and sometimes you'd vary you know vary how it was how it was and it just takes some time but that way they were engaged and listening it also kept them a little bit engaged because when were they mm-hmm. <laughs> when were they going to have to do it and then as they got older mm-hmm. we might say hey listen i'm going you're going to pay the first uh, we'd like you to pray the first decade and so each person would 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 right. pray the whole decade but i right. think when they were younger once they learned the for them to be able to pray that and again if you're teaching the kids don't make it something that, that you know we're, we're tying you down for 20 minutes, right. <laughs> you know, and you're not moving or talking. You have to recognize where they are and what they're capable of. And so maybe one decade when they're really young is all you can do. Right. Also, you know? um, th- this is not dogmatic. What I'm about to see th- say, this is just one father thinking through things. Um, we have guardian angels. Absolutely. Okay. We have guardian angels who are there to, help us do the right thing to keep us on the path. They want to help us do the right thing. They want to help us finish um, doing the right thing. So your kids, and we need to, we need to remember this too as adults, your guardian angel will finish your rosary for you. If you fall asleep when you're praying it now, don't, don't just, you know, fall asleep easily, but don't let your kids despair. If, they they fall asleep if you're praying it together as a family at night and don't we try not to rag on them if they if they fall asleep well, you in the want middle them of to it. fall and you want them I, I think you want them to have what it is it's a family prayer right to our mother right who is the mother of our family if she's the mother of the church she's the mother of every domestic church so it's like having a, a grandmother she's rocking there. to sleep she's there and so i don't don't rocking make it into a or else yeah <laughs> you know do this or else you want it to be something that becomes some a part of who they are right 
a part of, so you want their heart. Mary right. wants their heart. And right. we can't, as people who are giving are meant to share the faith and, and encourage our children in the faith, we don't need to make it be something that it's not. It's not meant to be a punishment. It's not meant to be something that is, oh, no, we got to do this again. You know, right. it's got to be something that is, hey, this is an opportunity or, hey, this is whatever. So, like, we would we found some videos that had it sung. Sure. You know, different, different, you could find different things that you could right. do so it's not the same. I put the time. Divine Mercy Chaplet in. Yes. I would include that in here. That's another way of praying the rosary. And it, there's some really neat music associated with that. I there's mean, a lot less to memorize with the Divine Mercy and, Chaplet if you're, if that's again, something that you're getting concerned. And again, getting used to the beads, yep. um, that's an even shorter prayer. Yes. Is, even without putting it on the fast track. <laughs> you don't have to you put it on two times. About, you know, you don't have to put it on two times. Uh, now that one, I'm so, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm sure that's fine, but but every time I do that, I'm like, okay, Lord, forgive me. <laughs> I mean, because I'll accidentally hit it, and it's yeah. I couldn't do that. I couldn't. I, do I don't that. think I could do that because it would just anyway. But um, but I think as parents, you know, to set aside time, and if they're younger, again, don't make it 20 minutes. Make it five. Yeah. And then tie it with something that's that's fun. You don't have to make it. It's not like a bribe. Hey, guess what else? And, and and ideally, when you do something that's a reward, they should not expect it. It should be something like that. But I would say that we like to on on things. You know, maybe maybe we have. I mean, it depends on when you're doing it. But if you if you did, I mean, maybe we're gonna have a particular dessert or right. something that it could be. I, I mean, that's you great. pick it, pick the child, but something that uh, ties it with. Oh wow, something good came out of this not so tied that that we focus on that thing as opposed to what you have so you have to walk watch that walk that tightrope mm-hmm. always remembering that it's about Mary so always about Jesus mm-hmm. and Mary um so that um, you have to keep it focused but I think it's a good idea to just a couple other things is when we prayed as a as a family um you know before bed we like to Light some holy candles. Absolutely, get it dark. Yes. Get get the that candlelight. Maybe throw a picture up on on a absolutely on the wall on a computer screen, or if you have a projector, or pass out a, a picture for the ro- the mysteries. Um, I think for families who are considering, you know, starting this devotion, and tell me what you think about this tray, but you know you don't have to do all the introductory prayers and you don't have to do the, the hail Holy queen just to start it in your family. Just do your mystery and do your, our father and your hail Mary and your glory be and, and start, and even to start, start with that. Yeah. Start with that. And I think, you know, just Stephanie was always, go right and it. it is good, but, but she used to find like beautiful artwork of a, a particular rose. I mean, a particular mystery of the rosary and then would get it laminated and, and the kids could hold it up. Yeah. Um, it would not be a bad thing, I think, to even even for the purpose of of teaching them that it's not just saying the prayers, it's not just getting it done. It is contemplating the mystery that's in front of us. Mm-hmm. It is trying to deepen a love for Jesus right. through Mary right. or with Mary right. um, as his mother and as ours. And so you could take some time to say, hey, look at this picture. And then even perhaps... If we pray before and, you know, Holy Spirit come and we even maybe teach our kids, hey, so, you know, maybe the Holy Spirit will say something to you. Yeah. We're going to focus on this particular, on this particular mystery of the rosary. And here's a picture of it. We can all be looking at it and thinking about it. And as you pray, put yourself into that picture or put yourself as Jesus or somebody who's watching or, or, or something and and then let's pray this, and then at the end we'll say a quick prayer. And then anybody who wants to share, maybe you can share, you know, what came of that. And I've always been amazed because our children are baptized, and the Holy Spirit is some of the things that have come out of my children's mouth mm-hmm. that have been great points of contemplation for me that I had never thought about. Um, again, 
we have to remember that the Holy Spirit is guiding our family. The Holy Spirit is there if we invite him there, if we invite Jesus there, if we invite Mary there, then and then the guardian angels are there with us, that we mm-hmm. are we know that they're that God's trying to reach each one of us and through each one of us the other. Yeah. And just have an expectation that God's gonna say something to your family in that moment. Right. I, something else, you know, there's the traditional days that you're supposed to say certain mysteries on, but right. I think it's okay to encourage your children to develop an affinity for a set. You know, if they have some people, are, some people are drawn to the joyful mysteries. Some people are drawn to the sorrowful mysteries and to, it's okay to have the, that favorite set of mysteries that you want to, that when you're an adult, you want to, maybe you want to pray the sorrowful mysteries, even though it's a, Saturday. Right. I mean, this is standard. If you it's don't okay. know what to do, you do that. Yeah. I don't think there's any, you know, set and and there could be times right. that, that make sense. So when it's a, when it's a, when it's a, something has happened that's sad or sorrowful, that might be a day to, to focus on those mysteries. If there's a joyous time, whether that, whatever that day that is, right. maybe it's that when there's just a regular old day, then the, the luminous mysteries mm-hmm. are there, mm-hmm. you know, on a Sunday or, on a on a solemnity of something that's just maybe that's it, but I mean, be tying it to something. Be so intentional. That the, be intentional. I mean, yeah. don't just be doing it to do it. Be intentional. Okay, we're winding down. We got about ten minutes left. So he says uh, his fourth point is it's easy to fit the rosary into your schedule. Do you have two and a half minutes in your day that you can give to God? This is the beauty of the rosary. And if an urgent need comes up in the day, someone is in an accident. My spouse is having a rough day. I have an important division decision to make. I can say a quick decade right on the spot. In just two and a half minutes, I can offer a special gift to God for that particular intention. So it's a way to kind of supercharge that intention. And maybe can you lay out, just quickly go through kind of the theology of intentions to, to God. You know, why do we why do we need to make intentions to to the well, Lord? Well, I mean um, God asks us to cooperate with him. Uh, I mean, w- when you look at like Colossians one twenty four, where, you know, I rejoice now in my sufferings for I make up what is lacking in the sufferings of Christ. It's not because God didn't accomplish it all. He has. It's that he's asked us to cooperate with him. He's, he's given us the opportunity to, to share. So in those petitions, particularly petitions that we know he wants to grant, um, peace, you know, in, in our, in our family, help uh, my faith, increase help my, my faith, faith, increase my faith, um, help me to love more, whatever there, there are things that we know that he wants and we can, and, and there's something beautiful about being engaged specifically in prayer. We start, like we always said, we use ask, ask specifically, write write them down and then when they're when they are granted um recognize that we need to thank God for for that but there is something beautiful about being engaged in um in asking for the sake of somebody else for their good for something to happen that that we believe God wants to happen the offering, I think, is important to remember that, that, that the perfect offering is Christ himself. The perfect offering is what happened on Calvary years ago and what happens in, um, what, what happens in every Mass. And so we need to, this is another opportunity to teach our children that even a rosary needs to be offered in union with what Christ accomplished on the cross, specifically in and through the Mass, because we're we're offering Jesus to God the Father. That's another reason why the Divine Mercy Chapel is so great. I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son and atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. That's really the essence, that, that statement is really the essence of what what Christ has accomplished. He's offered the perfect sacrifice on our behalf 
for our sake, and he's asked us to cooperate with us. So those little sufferings, those little sacrifices, that little prayer can be offered in union with him, and we know that God will accept that offering and that, he, and that God will bear fruit as a result of that offering. We may or may not see it, but I, I don't know if that touched on what yeah, you Yeah, that's great, about. and that leads right into his fifth point, which is even if I'm not able to give the rosary my full attention, it's still worth praying I might be distracted, unable to reach the heights of contemplation, but still the words themselves are biblical and holy. I'd love for you to touch on that point. And then he says, offering God a decade or two in the midst of my day uh, gives him something beautiful, even if I give it without my full, relaxed, undivided attention. Well, I think I, I think that what happens, it's like anything else that we— we can get to the point where, okay, it's about my heart, and I don't really feel like giving my heart today. But the reality is, and this is what happens in every family, it's there is a choice. Jesus did not—he <laughs> said, take this cup away from me, but not my will, but your will be done. There is something wrong in our culture that I think— points to, well, if we don't feel like it, then we shouldn't do it. If we're not drawn to it, then we shouldn't do it. Well, you can look at me or versus whatever. I need to go exercise. I don't want to do it, but I ought to do it. In, even if I don't feel like doing it, right? I mean, there are things that we should do, even if we don't feel like we should, we want to do it, simply because we ought to do it. Yep. And so I think that there's a part of what he's saying there that, that really speaks counterculturally to us in that it says there are things that we ought to do even when we don't feel like it. We should, we need, because it's the right thing to do, yep. because it's a good thing to do. And often what I've found is if you'll make yourself do it, yep. when you get into it, whether it's exercise or praying the rosary or praying the divine mercy chaplet or whatever it is that you'll find that, wow, that was, that's good for me. I mean, but it's the getting started. That's the problem. Right. And just to jump in real quickly, that's the other side of the coin of us telling our, our kids it's, it's okay if you fall asleep while you're praying the rosary, what we start, what we also tell them is, you need to start out sitting up in a posture right. of prayer and you need to pray the pray the prayers with your heart and your mind and your soul and and give yourself to to God in this in this moment and right. and then do your do the best you can do what you ought to do for as long as you physically can right and i and i think that that's that actually built into the family does lead us to now you don't you don't want it to always be I have to do it you want right. to do you want to do you want to do something to help us foster a culture that says oh right cool we get to say this so whether it's they really like this song that's that actually is a praying of the rosary or or whatever it is find something that they connect with oh cool I want to do that don't make it always about that however I think there's nothing wrong with with linking this to the reality that there are going to be things in life that you, that are sacrificed. There are going to be things that are more painful than you'd like, that it would be easier not to do that. You should do it anyway. And you can link that with in teaching that as they get older or, you know, what do you think sports? I mean, most people don't like practice, (laughs) but you need to go to practice. Most people don't like to exercise or work out, but, but you need to go do that. And, and you know, you need to eat your vegetables or whatever it is. There are things that you ought to do because it's the right thing to do and it's good for you. And so I would say, you know, pray, tie that with praying, um, with, with prayer as being something that is good for you and that we don't always have to wait for us to feel like it. In fact, we ought to maybe make set aside some time that is expected mm-hmm. that we're going to, whether, whether we feel like it or not, we're going to do it at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. That- yeah, that's great. And so as we wrap up here, a um, couple thoughts I had were, um, if you want to read 
and learn more about the rosary, there's always St. Louis de Montfort's great uh, great book. The name of it is escaping me right now. Uh, on uh, True Devotion, on True Devotion to Our Mother, I think. It's, I think it's just, I mean, if you look up True on Devotion. True Devotion, Montfort, M-O-N-T-F-O-R-T. Yeah. Um, in the notes for the show, I'm going to link to our talk that was given at the benefit dinner last year, uh, 2017, by Deacon Harold Burke Sivers. He preached, I mean, he basically preached. <laughs> it was a preach. It was a preaching on, on the rosary, on the power of the rosary. Um, very inspiring talk. And then I have a, a book by a, a, a gentleman named Robert Feeney, which is the rosary, the John Paul II method. And that is filled with um, scripture that you can do a scriptural rosary with and great ideas for um, varying up the prayers and notes on why you pray and what you should be praying for as you go through the rosary. So that, check that great, out. That's great. And I, and I think here's the verse, the, there are other verses that I would, I would like. Let's do First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, which is rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I think that fits um, with yes. where we are. So First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, uh, rejoice always. Pray constantly, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And so always remember, um, pray, parent with a purpose, and prepare for God to amaze you. And he will. And start with the rosary on this one. Um, And be amazed as we go out with uh, new ending music, too. Awesome. Rock and roll. (laughs) 